You're listening to Bull and Dave's Excellent Podcast, Chicago's Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bull and Dave Show or Facebook.com forward slash The Bull and Dave Show. Buckle up, bitches. It's about to get juicy. Episode number 78, this is Bill and Dave's Excellent Podcast. You've got Dave flying solo today. That is a song called Miss Chicago by a band called The Opportunists. Uh, Interesting story about them. We were down in Clearwater earlier this year at a bar and restaurant called The Brown Boxer, which, by the way, if you're ever in Clearwater, they have the best quesadillas and wraps you could imagine. So good food there. But while we were there, the singer of this band, Tyler, he uh, was doing an acoustic set solo and uh, played this song. Totally caught my ear. Uh, I don't know if it's just because of the name of the song, but uh, outside of that, he was really, really good as well. So check him out, theopportunistmusic.com. You can catch him on Facebook, too, at The Opportunist. We'll put the links up on the site. But, yeah, that song's called Miss Chicago. Check him out. It's been an exciting weekend here in Chicago. Riot Fest is just ending. We were there uh, Friday night. Saturday night, we saw uh, Blink-182 do the uh, Enema of the State, the full album. That was a good set. Couldn't hear shit, though. They they had some audio issues, I thought, actually, where I was, staying, where, where I was standing. It was pretty bad. But um, the next night was pretty good. They uh, The Struts stole the show, I think, but we also saw The Damned Things. We saw The Story So Far. We saw Rise Against. Uh, but anytime you get to see The Struts, if they come to your town, Check them out. The struts are just amazing, 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 amazing. So definitely check them out. And they, all they do is play jams. It's a great show, fun time. Um, but, yeah, hats off to the Riot Fest people. Um, they figured out whatever sound issues they were having. Or maybe it was just crowded. I, you know, who, who knows with these festival things. But it was tough here in Blink. But they played very well. The, I mean, the set was awesome. Can't complain there. So 
All right, guys, and just in time for Halloween, it's scary movie season. We love scary movie season, and we've got the director and producer of a movie that's coming out called Investigation 13, and uh, it's kind of groundbreaking, actually, and and it's going to be on VOD and everywhere. Uh, It actually already is. September 10th, it went out from uh, Uncorked Entertainment, so you can get it anywhere. And I want to welcome to the show the director, Christian Delara, and the producer, Rolando Vinez. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is kind of a cool story. Well, not a cool. Well, I think it ended up being a cool story. As we had had this show in the works for a couple weeks now, and and then the the hurricane uh, was coming through and kind of postponed things. So first of all, um, you know, I'm glad you guys were able to dodge a bullet there in the Florida area. Yeah, we're glad to because uh, hurricanes uh, they. For us Floridians are kind of a nuisance because we wind up, uh, you know, it disrupts our schedule. But uh, even worse, it uh, causes us to buy a lot of junk food that then we have to return back to the stores when we don't need them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they have those, the stores have really good sales one day, and then a, a week later, it's a big return day, like the day after Christmas well, or something. <laughs> they, yeah, it's just it's just with hurricanes. It's just kind of funny. You you know you have to prepare, but you can't buy foods that are perishable. So I mean, you can only buy canned foods and just uh, a bunch of things that are packaged and uh, you know. And so you know, but then if, if there is a storm doesn't hit, you have this pile of food and uh, you either eat it or you return it because it's. Uh, Nasty stuff, mostly. <laughs> yeah. So, so first of all, congratulations on this feature, Investigation Thirteen. It's out on uh, VOD everywhere. You can, you know, pretty much everywhere. I think you can get uh, you can get films. I I checked out the trailer. I haven't had a chance to see it yet. Uh, scary movies genuinely scare me, so uh, I I'm a little timid by it, but. Uh, I mentioned this is kind of a groundbreaking film in, in a couple of ways, and uh, one one way is uh, this kind of different take on the on found footage, right? Like, I don't think found footage is anything new, but but your take and the and the way you guys uh, included in this movie is a little bit different. I'm wondering if uh, if maybe Christian, can you go into that a little bit on uh, on, on on how this came to be and and this different take on on found footage. Yeah, I mean, these students are science students, and they really believe that they can prove that the paranormal exists. So when they go to this asylum, they use all these different technology to prove scientifically that there's a reason or there's a way that that you can prove the spirits exist. So in a way, I was inspired by themselves, the story itself to do a combination of technology and let technology also on um, today's day to um, tell this this story and and in a way during post production we also found different uh, a different way of of storytelling through animation as well to tell a little bit about the past. So I had I was having an interview recently all this week and and I was told that. And, and I agree because I am also a, a horror fan. I watch plenty of horror movies, and and we might be breaking into something new. So that's very exciting, and and I'm happy how it all turned out. 
Yeah, and and what a cast too. You guys got Meg Foster, who who's been who's been in the mo- in the movie industry forever. I remember her growing up from the uh, Masters of the Universe, and uh, and she's really eerie in the clips that I've seen. She's just got a, a look, and, and I don't know if that's just her bringing that to the film or as a director uh, getting certain shots. Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of spooky, and uh, and of course Stephanie Hernandez. I mean the. The reviews I've been reading since this co- has come out, uh, it seems like everybody loves Stephanie, and she just did a, a tremendous job. Um, where did, did you guys audition Stephanie? Yeah, definitely. And uh, we did, most of the cast is, is South Florida, and and actually some of the people, like the, the, the mall man, um, his first time like acting ever. So I'm happy that everyone was able to put their 100% because it wasn't easy to, to film this movie, let me tell you. It was extremely hard to be inside that building and and we had low reception and the energy felt very, you know, strange when you walked in there because it is a real abandoned asylum in the middle of Miami. Although it is in the story to replay, this building is like in the middle of the Everglades, in the middle of nowhere. So it did feel like that once you walked in, I guess we were really setting our minds that we were like in the middle of nowhere, but all actors did great. And Meg Foster was was phenomenal, phenomenal on set. She she will she made sure that that um, that I asked anything of her because she she said, "Look, if you want me to do anything, I'm I'm open to do it." And she was as dedicated as I was. So that that felt great, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, first, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just want to mention something regarding Stephanie Hernandez. Uh, originally, she could not make it to the uh, casting uh, for for the audition. Uh, we actually had to have her come in um, on a separate day because I guess she had a scheduling conflict and. Uh, Christian was adamant that he really wanted to see her and, uh, he, he really liked her look and Christian didn't want to settle, uh, for anyone else. And so, uh, we, uh, we scheduled a, an audition with her and, uh, Christian was convinced that she was the one, so she got it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, this is, you guys have worked together bef- previously, correct? Yeah. Yeah, but this is the first feature yeah. that, that you guys have done. Uh, do I did I get that part right too? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we've uh, we've um, w- we've collaborated on a few of uh, Christian's uh, short film projects, and uh, because we already had that relationship in place, I felt like I can trust. I could trust uh, Christian. Uh, to take on Investigation 13 as uh, you know the first feature film for the company. That's awesome. It's cool, um, you know, to to be able to grow that relationship like that. So, um, when when this did this start as a script or was it kind of derived from a short story somewhere? How did you guys come up to uh, come together on this project, Investigation 13? Well, as um, as a producer, we needed to find a project uh, 
you know, as, as far as our, the, the first film for the company, uh, we needed to find a, uh, a movie that w- was within a genre that was marketable, uh, but also something that could be done on a fairly low budget. And uh, we read uh, numerous scripts and we came across Investigation 13, uh, which was written originally by Clay Smith. Uh, we optioned the material and then we uh, purchased the rights to it. And from there, we uh, developed it. Uh, you know, I, I did a few passes of it. And then when Christian came on board, uh, we developed it some more. And uh, and, that, and that's that. And, and how long of a process? Because I, I know uh, th- this is something that I think gets lost on people. From from beginning to end, like when you let's just say you you finally you, you have a a, a rewrite a, a script that you guys feel comfortable with, how long of a process is it to go from that point to the film being complete and ready to uh and, and ready to get out there? I want to say a few months. Yeah, you know, it's uh, I kind of uh, did like pre production, kind kind of like a light development for a couple of months just to kind of, you know, have a, a draft that was workable before Christian came on board. And then uh, I want to say that we spent uh, together maybe about a month, you know, going through it. Uh, but to be, I mean, I, I don't want to speak for, for Christian, but I think anybody who's creative, goes back and looks at their work and kind of second guesses or, you know, they say, shoot, if, if, if only we could go back and we can make these changes. Uh, the the problem with that is that if you have that mindset, you're never going to get anything done because every, you know, you're always, you know, you're always going to find something that needs to be changed or improved and, uh, and the thing has to get filmed. So, yeah, uh, but uh, Christian, uh, do you want to add anything to that? I mean, I I agree with you. Um, we should be analyzing this script forever and not really go into production ever because we want it to be perfect. But the best way to get it to perfect is to get ourselves in every character, in the shoes of every character, and think, how can we make this? Um, every character as smart as possible and understand each character and have them interact and have different point of views and have that bounce off from, from each other. So that's why in this movie it's very interesting and it keeps you on the thrill the entire time because you you know where everyone's coming from and you don't expect... It's a very complex um, drama in a way as well because we all have different intentions and that's that's what we we put we put a very interesting love triangle inside this horror movie and and I'm I'm happy it all turned out pretty well. So regarding budgetary constraints, yeah, we we did have um, not as many resources as we wished. But we had to go with with what we have and make the best out of it. Yeah, and and I think uh, I I think from from what I've seen, I, I think you, you guys have done a phenomenal job. Um, the the curious thing for me is is Christian, are, are you like? 
obviously when you have films like this that have budget constraints, are, do you find yourself to be a perfectionist or do you have people like your actors, do you prefer they skip to the, they, they stick to the script or are you cool if they ad lib a little bit? Cause I know time is sometimes a constraint too on, on, uh, on, on films that have budget constraints. There's also obviously a time constraint. So doing multiple yeah. takes and stuff could be a problem sometimes. Yeah, movie in the movie industry, time is money. So we had actually planned for months um, the storyboard and perfection in the script. So when we go on set, we have limited time. So we had to. I I try. I like to stick to the script as much as I want to because it's all part of the plan. But if something comes out, let's say, doesn't feel natural, doesn't feel. Uh, it feels constrained, so I do advise the actor that to do something that feels comfortable with him. Because if it's not, if he doesn't believe on it, nobody's gonna do it. Nobody's gonna believe on on, on him, so or her. So it is important for actors to feel comfortable inside this character um, that they're portraying and and try to do it as as honest as they can. And. I mean, we, when I go on set, I, I I like to be prepared. Like I've known actors, actors that are also directors and directors that go on set with no storyboard, and they're just like, let's see, let's be creative. They, they mask it on their creativity, and let's see what comes out. I will never be able to do that because I need to have a plan, and not, not, I don't want to sound mean that I, this is how it should be done, but in a way. Uh, I like to think previously, how can I tell this story in a, the most efficient way? And is this camera angle work best even for for this character? Because I need to tr tell a message and that message has to come across to another human being, to the audience who have like already um, a predetermined psychology in their head of what... of of this story itself and 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 in a way in a, I'm I'm trying to tell a story with with lights, feeling, emotions and I have to make that across through to the audience. So using all these techniques, I use them to my advantage to to influence the audience and there's no better way to do it than to sit down and actually think for an hour or two how is is this the best way I can do this scene to make um, this the, the audience feel this way? And and we accomplish that even with just camera angles and, and, and lighting. Yeah. Just so so it has to be very planned. Well, to me, you know, it, it needs to be planned out. Correctly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to be prepared. And especially, I'm sure, Rolando, you can appreciate that as a producer and, and, and keeping things moving along. Uh, to stay within budget. Um, and, and again, everybody, the, the movie's called Investigation 13. You can check it out, uh, investigation13.com, and get all the links you need there. Um, another thing I, I think about this, and I don't know how groundbreaking this is, but I think it is, because I think you're seeing more and more of this, is um, I, I love the fact that um, uh, 
for lack of a better term, we have we had uh, uh, another director, and she was an actress. Luciana Fallhaber was on uh, recently, and she she was. Uh, we had a discussion just about being a minority in this industry and a filmmaker, and and trying to get in, uh, investors to 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 come on to movies. I, I think in this day and age, to 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 be. Uh, a Latino making movies. Uh, there's got to be some challenges there, but hats off to you guys for for getting movies made. I think it's uh, su- it's very important. Um, were there any added struggles you think um, that maybe y- you didn't in- in- expect be- being you know H- Hispanic in this industry and and trying to get funding and and people to sign on? Roland, if I may answer I mean, this question. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I think there's a lot of challenges just by being Hispanic, and and Rolando might might believe that as well. But um, even us, or even me, unconsciously, and it's very interesting to see that Stephanie remembers this very clearly in an interview that I read from her that I was that we were looking for a, a white woman. Uh, color eyes uh, for the protagonist of this film and that she wasn't really thinking about uh, auditioning because she she was the Latina um, dark eyes you know and black hair so she she was like that was, that's not gonna happen and <laughs> in a way we were putting we were sending um, casting calls to look for this person because uh, as me, and I can speak for myself, uh, raising the chances of the movie getting distributed would be having, you know, um, white people as protagonists or because we believe that that has higher chances or more appeal to a global audience. Yeah, the, the blonde girl with the bombshell, right? Blonde bombshell girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, when I, when Stephanie stepped in, I, I forgot about everything, you know, and I just said she's 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 the one. So we do have challenges, and and we weren't doing it just because oh oh because we were doing it really unconsciously in a way because we weren't really expecting, um, you know, to 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 have a Latina as a protagonist and and but that didn't stop us from not actually taking her just because of that you know we we and I'm glad Stephanie pursued the addition because if it wasn't for her we wouldn't be having a Latina protagonist in a way that's awesome yeah that's I think it's important I think it's important that we see more films you know from 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 different ba- from people with different backgrounds, it's important and and it's cool and it and I'm happy to see uh, movies like this getting made because I think it's important. It gives it gives you some different perspective and and that's how you push the envelope forward. That's how you break ground is by getting people from different backgrounds to be creative and and for people to support that you know and and, and Rolando, I, I know as a producer, I don't know what the struggles are there. I'm sure there are some. Um, but I, I'm sure, um, I, you know, that's, I, I'm glad to see that that's not stopping you guys. It's awesome. No, look, listen, it's a, look, it, to get into this business, uh, you have to be a little unhinged. There, 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 there's like something wrong with 
people that get into this business. You have to be a little crazy. Um, but uh, it's a grind. Uh, and to be honest with you, uh, yeah, there, there might be some, uh, you know, for, for uh, some individuals in certain backgrounds, it might be a little easier. But I know it hasn't stopped us. I mean, we're, we're here in Miami. Miami is a, it's a, it's a melting pot. Uh, it's, uh, it's unlike any other city in the United States. And uh, you have uh, a lot of different backgrounds. And I feel that uh, actually Investigation 13 is probably more of a microcosm of Miami than uh, and a lot of the films out there. I mean, we have, we have Jordan Diaz. Jesse Ramos, and of course uh, Stephanie Hernandez. Those are three Hispanic cast members out of the uh, out of the, like the five kids, you know, that are uh, you know there. And uh, obviously, well, William Alexander passed away, but uh, he had uh, some Hispanic background uh, there. And uh, and then uh, and then you have Patrick Flanagan. Yeah, <laughs> he's not Hispanic. <laughs> but uh, anyway, you know. It, it, you know, this movie is more, you see that, you know, that we're representing uh, different walks of life and it, it doesn't, you know, I mean, this, this is really the future. You know, yeah. This is how how things are going to unfold in the coming decades. Um, so so I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it. Yeah, and and uh, I want to make sure we get out the socials there. Uh, Christian Delara, you can follow him on Instagram and Twitter at Christian Delara, uh, and his website uh, uh, Christian dot com, and it's uh, K R I S S T I A N dot com. Uh, investigation thirteen dot com and uh, Investigation underscore thirteen is uh, the Instagram, and then uh, obviously uh, Rolando Vinas is. Uh, uh, at Rolando underscore Vinas on Instagram and the other way on Twitter at Vinas underscore Rolando and uh, at screenwriter RV is another one for Twitter uh, for Rolando. So make sure you guys give these guys a follow. And also, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming this uh, this event here is coming up uh, in a few weeks. You can check out a screening, a screening with Rolando if you're in the Miami area at Venture Cafe on Thursday, October 10th. It's at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So if you're in the area, you can go to Eventbrite and uh, get tickets to that. Uh, what can you expect if we go to that? Uh, if we go to the, if we go to Venture Cafe and watch a screening with you, Rolando. Well, actually, what it is is that uh, we're we'll show some clips of the film and, uh, and 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 the trailer, but it's mostly a you know discussion just to just to have a conversation, talk about uh, you know the experience from the film, and just talking about maybe distribution. Uh, you know. Really, whatever anybody wants to talk about, it's for an hour, and uh, and uh, everybody's welcome uh, to to come by and say hi. Yeah, and that's uh, again that's Thursday, October tenth, eight p.m. Venture Cafe in Miami, and you can get tickets at Eventbrite. Um, it's exciting! It's exciting! Congratulations, guys! I know it's not easy to get a film made, and I, I can imagine it's not easy to get it uh, get it out there to people. Um, so, congratulations on this! And, and again, it's Investigation Thirteen. You can check it out everywhere uh, on v, uh, video on demand and uh, DVD. Now is uh, I, I believe DVD is out. I, I I'm pretty sure. And he, uh- and October 10th, it's going to be in Walmart stores. Oh, there you go. October 10th, just in time for Halloween, so check it out. Uh, guys, anything else we can plug for you guys coming up? 
Not, not, not not for me. Just uh, just plugging the movie uh, makes me happy. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you give these guys a follow. And again, on Instagram, it's at investigation underscore thirteen on Instagram. So check it out. It's a great one. It's groundbreaking. You're you're gonna see things shot differently than you've seen in any other movie like this. So uh, guys, congratulations on all the success. Congratulations for dodging the hurricane, and uh, best of luck to you guys moving forward. Thank you very much for having us. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. There you go. Christian DeLara, director of Investigation 13 and producer, co-writer, Rolando Vines. Uh, check it out. Investigation 13. It's a fun one. Uh, a group of science students discover how to scientifically explain the paranormal. Their goal is to present their findings to their school board and petition to launch the very first parapsychology credited course at their university. Their 13th and final investigation lands them back at Black Grove Psychiatric Asylum where they look into the urban legend of the Mole Man. Who doesn't remember the Mole Man? An ex-patient of the asylum who was thought to live within its walls. Yeah, so make sure you watch it, share, tell your friends because uh, this is a first feature. It's introducing the killer and then they want to do a spinoff series where they can maybe go and produce Mole Man, Mole Man 2, Mole Man 3. So if you're into horror and the legend of the Mole Man, this is one to get behind. Uh, these guys are doing it and make sure you give them a follow. Uh, Rolando Venus and Christian Delara will put the socials on the website. So check it out. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to subscribe and rate us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bill and Dave Show or Facebook.com forward slash The Bill and Dave Show.